Hey. hey. You're listening to Avid Research. Avid Research. Avid Research. An Australian STEM podcast. Where we answer the questions you never quite got around to asking. Welcome back to the show team. My name's Amelia, as you may already know. And today we have a very special show because it's just me. I know, I know you are sitting there thinking, oh, some amazing person's going to be coming on and talking about career maps. I'm really curious what this is. And an amazing person is talking about career maps, but it's me. I am not interviewing anyone today because honestly, I need a little bit of a break for a week just of doing all the things that you don't see or hear when it comes to doing interviews. There's a whole lot of editing. It's a lot easier. Well, there's just less editing when it's just me because I'm so amazing at talking these days. (laughs) No, it's not just that. It's all the all the kerfuffle that goes on behind the scenes, all the organizing and that sort of stuff, too. But the cool thing is, is that it's not just me waffling on about nothing, even though it's correct. I don't have a script today. We still have something interesting to talk about, and that is career maps. And you're sitting there thinking, especially if you haven't been watching any of my like social feeds, you're like, what is a career map? And it's actually, I'm starting to realize, quite difficult to explain verbally. (laughs) So this could be fun. Basically, what happened a while ago is, actually, specifically, it was in my interview with Joe and with Kieran. So Joe was the civil engineer last year and Kieran was the, well, they both still are, they're they're still present, the Stingray researcher, right? And they both had these really interesting career stories that that they shared with me and they shared them with you too. And if you haven't listened to those episodes, totally go back and do it. But I was like, these are really interesting stories, particularly in Kieran's case, where she had a complete change of direction. I was like, I'm a map maker. That's actually what I trained in. I'm a geographer and I've been doing map art for two and a half years now and just sort of like fiddling around with how to turn mapping, well, how to be more expressive through mapping, I suppose. And so I've, I've played around with the idea of mapping concepts and ideas and journeys as opposed to just mapping physical places. And so I was like, maybe I could map these people's career and I had a go at it and obviously like your first one is it's it's like the first pancake that you cook on the stove right it's it's like it's fine it's still recognizable as a pancake but no one's gonna be like oh let me give you 20 bucks for that pancake anyhow pancakes aside so I was like getting these wonderful stories from people and and trying to work out how to document them and if you haven't had a look at any of the career maps I've made I really recommend it obviously because I make them and for a bunch of reasons I think they're actually really interesting and I you know in no way have any kind of monopoly on what a career map is or anything like that so feel free to make your own I totally recommend it uh if you head to avid research and look at the nav up the top there's a button that says career maps you can click on that and there's a couple that are in there I really need to spread out that page I know it looks terrible on mobile I need to fix that but the point is you can have a look at some of the career maps that I've done so far and in essence all they are is just a visual documentation of the process that people go through uh, or the bits that they tell me of how they went from one place to another 
and sort of key points that happened along the way. Because some people are more detailed in what they tell me, some of the maps are more detailed, there are some things which are easier to draw symbols of, that sort of stuff. So the crew maps have sort of been ticking along for a little while now, and they're really good fun, people seem to engage with them well, and honestly the people who get them and the people who have them done of their career which is largely people who've been interviewed on the show they're like wow because the thing I find interesting is like 99% of people on this planet think that they are boring at least this is a thing for Australians I, I don't know how this works as like an intercultural thing but Australians we're just like I I'm the boring person you should go interview my cool friend right? If you draw my map, it's going to be the most boring thing on the planet because, you know, I haven't done anything cool. I haven't done anything interesting. Like all the things I did, they just sort of like came together and it's fine. And I'm sure like most of you, you're sitting there and thinking that as well. I'm obviously not because I have had quite a, let's just say diverse career of many different things. And I haven't actually attempted mapping my career yet. That's going to come up that's going to be interesting and I've had a lot of support from people to help me do that. Big shout out to JLI who sat down with me for about two hours to talk through what I've been through and wrote it all down for me so that when it comes to mapping it I'll actually be able to do it. But man this is just me rambling isn't it? It's great fun. (laughs) But the important thing about these career maps right is people think that they're boring And they think their career doesn't really have any kind of story to it and there's nothing to sort of share. And I think by and large, when we look at our CVs, that's kind of what you see. You sort of, CVs or LinkedIn, you're forced into this very dry format of A followed B. You can't have two things happening simultaneously. And let's be real, most of us have two things happening, if not more, simultaneously. So you've got this real dry format of... A happened, then B happened, then C happened. And preferably, you know, according to the CV LinkedIn people from grey cardboard land of boringness, they, they think there was a logic to that, right? At no point do they sort of take into account the fact that you're a person and things happen. Like you walk out of your job one day because your boss was a horrible human being and you're like, I'm worth more than this. Or you know, like a huge amount of the population, you decided to have children and you needed to take some time off to look after those children or you went back to work part-time so that you can like manage balancing, getting an income and also raising human beings. You did a side hustle, you started a podcast and a side hustle and decided to make career maps, all these sorts of things. They're really hard to communicate in this incredibly sort of dry very square kind of format that realistically is now being produced in a way that is purely for AIs to consume. Let's be real. You wish they were AIs. They're not actually intelligent. They're just artificials that are consuming your CV to decide whether or not you get an interview. And that's like not the best way of celebrating or appreciating the amount of just stuff you have done in your life. So... I've created the career map. Look, I don't want to take credit for it because I feel like it was just a thing that had to happen at some point in the history of humanity. But I'm making this argument that I think they're a really good way of 
communicating your journey through life as your career as opposed to your CV or the things that you were just employed to do. Because there's there's so much more that happens in our lives that is valuable to our career that we don't necessarily get paid to do and isn't like a clear from January 2001 to January 2003, I worked as a blah, blah, blah. Not everything in our lives fits into that little mold. So it's nice to be able to communicate this in a different way. I really hope by now you've gone to the Avid Research website, you're having a look at some career maps and you're like, oh, I kind of get what she's talking about. Now, the reason I think that they have some value to you as a consumer is that there's a lot of things in people's journeys, like even if it's a career journey that you would say, oh, that's totally different to mine, like anesthesiology or astronomy. You'd be like, I, as a web developer, as if I'm going to have anything in common with those people. But you have a look at their career maps and they've had times of maybe being unemployed or being made redundant. They've had times of being like, is this really what I should be doing with my life? Am I, am I spending my energy in the right places? Have I had a big life event? That means I need to reconsider where I'm putting my energy. Was there a global pandemic, which meant that your career, suddenly they were not paying people to do that anymore. There's a whole lot of different things that happen in all sorts of different careers. And I think there's a lot more that we have in common than that we would necessarily realize. And that's always really cool. And I think there's a lot in common across like basically the whole of human experience. And, you know, there's some of this in these maps and sort of seeing that people overcome adversity, that sort of thing. But then there's also something that comes out as well is I've developed this completely baseless theory that maybe one of the benefits of these maps is they could help with battling imposter syndrome. So a couple of people on the show have mentioned imposter syndrome. I really, look, I'm running off the assumption that at some point in your life as a listener, you have experienced imposter syndrome. It's just like, I shouldn't be here. I'm not the right person. There's someone who's like way more qualified who who should be here. I've like tricked everyone into me being here. And funnily enough, I'm currently experiencing imposter syndrome like right to the top of my nose, not from podcasting. Because I'm just a natural at chatting <laughs> about one topic. When you can see your whole journey like in front of you in one piece at a time, I feel like it's harder to feel imposter syndrome because you're just like, oh, it kind of all does come together. And I've, I do have this wealth of experience. I do have this wealth of knowledge. I have been through all these things which mean that I can offer value in this situation. So totally, totally based on my new hypothesis of of nothingness. But, you know, look, it's not the worst hypothesis out there. And for all the ideas out there for battling imposter syndrome, I think mine is the prettiest and, you know, quite useful, not just to you, but to other people. So... My take-home message... Nope, I haven't got to it yet. (laughs) You thought this was over. You're like, we're at the 10-minute mark. Thank goodness she's going to stop. No, I'm just going to pour tea. Okay, love love a baseless hypothesis. It's the benefit of not being in academia is you don't have to provide evidence for everything that you say. So with with these career maps, uh, you have the opportunity 
potentially, depending where you are, to see them in person, which, which is, this is where my personal imposter syndrome comes in, right? I identify quite strongly with being, you know, STEM-ish, communication-ish kind of person. I don't necessarily identify as being an artist. I was uh, never the kid in school who was the artist. There were always like artsy students who were chosen by the art teachers who are then sort of like raised to be arts people and they're cool and hip and they wear the right clothes and they're, you know, artsy people. I am not an artsy person. I was the science. But now, despite not identifying as the artsy person, I'm having an exhibition. I know there was a plug. There's a plug. I haven't even asked you to join my Patreon yet. At least not today. But yes, so there's going to be an exhibition of career maps at a library, which I think we can all agree is the right place for career maps about predominantly STEM people. Actually, all STEM people. Libraries are a good place for this. In case, like, you. You're sitting there thinking, eh, libraries, they're dusty, they're old, they're boring. No, 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 no. Libraries are basically where STEM happens these days. Uh, um, amongst a bunch of other really awesome stuff. But libraries are like, they tend to have these huge collections of Lego and run all these STEM outreach activities and all sorts of stuff. Anyhow, there's City Library in Melbourne. So that's not the same as the State Library. The State Library is that big, terrifying building. I'm not having an exhibition in there. I'm having an exhibition in the lovely, very normal library vibe library in, it's opposite Brunetti's, quite near Flinders Street Station. And it's going to be around for four weeks in July, starting on the 1st of July. So if you are able to get to Melbourne in July of 2021 to check out a career map exhibition, you should, because it'll be cool. There'll be a whole lot of stuff on socials. I might do some like special podcasts around it. I'm not sure what. It's very much more of a visual thing than an audio thing. I mean, I guess we could talk through people's careers, but that's what you've already listened to. So, you know, but there's going to be a whole lot of stuff happening. I'll be putting out resources uh, because I think it'd be really cool if people like yourself felt empowered to create their own career maps and kind of like map out what you've been doing with your life and how like what some big decisions were that you made, some sort of tipping points where you move from one thing to another thing, some good stuff that happened, some bad stuff that happened, stuff you're proud of, maybe stuff you're not so proud of, all that sort of thing. Having that sort of like come together and then sort of like sketch it up, I might need to do a YouTube for that, not sure. Hmm. But I'd be really interested to know what you team think about, yeah, the idea of doing your own career map. But yeah, so there's going to be some really cool ones. Obviously, hopefully Kieran's going to be there because she's got that wonderful switch from journalism into marine biology. Steph, who went from being like absolutely convinced she was going to be doing biology stuff to ending up being like an Antarctic geoscientist. It's just like, ah, there's a twist that she probably didn't see coming, but it's awesome. Uh, I'm going to be working on my one. So as I mentioned earlier, Jelly, she sat down with me for Jelly, Dr. Jelly, the astronomer, sat down with me for a couple of hours and we sort of went through and tried to get some sort of coherent story about my past and experiences and that sort of thing. And I'm going to try and do that one up at the moment. It's looking like I'm going to be a bit of a tosser and have mine as being like an A2 sized uh, piece of art, which it's just really, really big. 
who else? Oh, we're going to have so many wonderful pieces of stories that are there. And yeah, so if you can come along, that'd be fantastic. If you can like make your own career map. Um, I've got all sorts of ideas about what what we can do because I need to sort of like psychologically move it from being purely an art exhibition into sort of more like a piece of STEM communication so I don't have quite as much imposter syndrome around the, the art but yeah I, th- I think there's by by doing this form of communication about careers I think there's some really interesting stuff that comes out just around basically the challenges that we all face as human beings how we do or don't take opportunities that sort of thing Basically, I think what sort of comes out is that no one has it easy. It's all incredibly difficult. (laughs) But by being a bit resilient, a bit hopeful, and just sort of knuckling down and sticking to it, you can have some amazing experiences. So yeah, so call to action is in July, keep an eye out for the email. If you haven't joined our email mailing list, you definitely should because like all things Avid Research, it is awesome. You should follow us on Instagram because I'm trying really, really hard to make entertaining reels and the Instagram algorithm is just like that. But you could go in there and like them for me and that'd be great. I'm also doing like progress videos of how I actually go about painting these things, which means I get up early in the morning, I make a cup of tea and I paint them up. There's actually no mystery to that particular thing, really. It's deeply unmysterious. Follow me on Twitter. There's a bit of tweeting that goes on occasionally. Facebook is a complete dead end, but you can also follow me there because I, I post there periodically as well. If you really want to come to the launch, you are most welcome and you can keep an eye out on that email mailing list. Don't know what's going to happen at the launch, but it should be good fun because how often do you get to go to the launch of a STEM podcast that results in an art exhibition in a library. That's not a thing that happens that often. But yeah, so that is the story of the career maps. It's just an extension of a bit of art that I've been doing already and this podcast coming together, colliding at a great pace and resulting in what people are now calling art, which I still think is just sort of another form of visual storytelling. But hey, maybe that's art as well. And yeah, I'd be really interested what other people think. In other Avid Research news, there's not a whole lot. It'd just be really awesome if you engaged with some of the stuff that's happening on the the socials, if you signed up to the email mailing list, and yeah, if you came along and check out this exhibition. If you do check out the exhibition, it'd be so cool if you like took photos and tagged me on the social medias because I'd feel really, really cool. Yeah. And you'd feel cool too, because like it's going from the audio to the visual, all that sort of stuff. And with that, that was a that was a fairly solid little completely unscripted ramble, as you could tell. I am going to leave you and we will be back next week for a very fun episode. Potential to be a little bit spicy, which is my favorite kind of episode. And I reckon look, let's be real, you're gonna learn a lot because I talked to, um, well, I'm a bit, a bit embarrassed because I mentioned The Simpsons to a highly trained professional who works in, look, I'm not going to spoil it, but I mentioned The Simpsons and I was just like, oh, Amelia, why did you do that? But it's all good. It has a happy ending.
You guys take care. It will be great to bring you another interview soon. And I really look forward to seeing your career maps. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this podcast, you're an absolute gem of a human being and you should head over to avidresearch.com.au, sign up for our amazing email newsletter and get all the download on the upcoming episodes and maybe even get a bit of a sneak peek about what's coming next. If you've been enjoying this podcast, you should definitely subscribe. We're on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and even Google these days. Thanks.